Hello, hello. What's going on, collective listeners? Appreciate you guys hopping on for another episode of the Samson Strength Coach Collective. Uh, today we have Chula Loomis, assistant strength and conditioning coach with football at FAU. Uh, Chula and I go back a little bit, back when he was 22 years old, we actually crossed paths and we've got a, he's got a great story. Uh, and honestly, this, this whole uh, podcast itself was really interesting. He provides a ton of insight. He's traveled, he's been at some of the highest levels of football that you can imagine. And obviously now he's with FAU and, and trying to make it happen. So he gives a ton of insight, great insight and great perspective on, especially for younger listeners on how to navigate this field, how to do things well. Uh, and he, he brings a, a, a great sort of outlook on how you want to approach things, not not even just like at your younger years, but as you transition through the actual strength and conditioning field itself. And, and it's, it's really good perspective. So I'll let you guys handle that, let you get into it, have some fun and uh, yeah, enjoy the podcast. What's going on, collective listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the Samson Strength Coach Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Grasso. As you know, uh, today we are joined by Chula Loomis, who is the Assistant Strength and Conditioning Coach for Football with FAU. How are you doing today, brother? Welcome, Chula. Appreciate you hopping on. Um, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. And then as for, uh, for the listeners also, like I said uh, in previous podcasts, I like to talk to people who I've never truly met before. Chula and I have crossed paths before, but I've never actually um, met him and, you know, at least you know, not more than virtually. So, yeah. Chula, welcome, brother. I uh, appreciate you hopping on. Why don't you uh, talk to us a little bit about yourself, your journey, and let the people know who you are. Appreciate you, man. First off, thank you for for having me on. And I'll touch I'll touch on how we cross paths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get burned oh, on man. that. I was like hoping I'm like, dude, I hope he's like raw and honest because like I'm like I got some thoughts on like how we had to cross paths too, and I'm like, you know, I we'll we'll, we'll cover that for sure when you get to that yeah, part of the story. Come on. <laughs> sure, it was good. So, um, you know, obviously, appreciate the intro. Um, down here at FAU right now, um, I've been in strength and conditioning sports performance for the past five years, it's been for me. So um, I went to Springfield College, where I did my undergrad, played football, um, D3 University, Western Mass. Um, I wanted to originally go to PT school, got hurt in high school. Um, the rehab setting was attractive to me as a you know young person, a lot apart because of the money that it seemed like it was shown. And then as you get older, you learn about insurance and the way that things go and everything like that. Um, and then as I got deeper into the craft, like it just, that kind of went away just as like being a PTA and seeing some things a lot slower. It's a lot less hands-on. I still kind of, you know, maybe would like to try to combine the, the strength and conditioning and the PT, but um, starting in college. So went to Springfield. I was a sports bio major, um, did a couple of internships while I was there, did one at BU. And then I did one in the private sector. Both were, were super helpful um, to kind of help me figure things out. When I graduated, I applied to PT school, didn't get in. And I was like, all right, let me turn it like turn towards strength and conditioning. I had a friend of mine who played lacrosse who put me on with my boss up north at the first place I worked at in the private sector. That was compete strength and conditioning up in Norwood, Mass. Um, I spent it was about 10, 11 months there um, from when I graduated to that next March. And then that was 2018. So 2019, um, a mentor of mine linked me up with the director of uh, strength and conditioning with the Vikings that year. Um, so I spent the year with them, 2019, off season, in season. Um, and then from there, so that's actually where we met. So let's give the tidbit on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I interviewed with you guys at UConn while I was there. And this is actually something that, you know, when I – talk to people about that interview and kind of like how transparent you were after. Like I, I've st I still talk to Matt King every now and again, um, yeah. he's been on, but 
very rarely do people call people back and like Anthony called me back and was like, Hey, um, we enjoyed you, but you did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, like fix this stuff and you're going to be just fine, which was really refreshing and like some, some good info to get back. So I don't think I've ever thank you for that. So thank you. And I appreciated that. Oh, uh, dude, I'm so, I'm so surprised that that was your take on it. Like, like I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like for the listeners, like this is like a legitimately like a raw first time ever, like that Chula and I have ever discussed this because after that, obviously like you had to go and, you know, go your, go your route and go do whatever you had to do. You know what I mean? To move on. Um, so we never really kind of like touched base on that, but uh, yeah, dude, I'm so glad that that was your take because in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh man, he's going to roast me on this podcast, but I got to have him on though. Cause like, you know, fair is fair. So I'm thinking like, he's probably gonna be like, yeah, man, you can't on you give me some bullshit ass answers to like why why i didn't get the job and all that kind of stuff because i i mean I, I i did that because like you know in credit to matt king like he always kept like um interview um like pools like like low right like like you know what i mean not not a ton of people right and it was like you you narrow it down and you obviously were in that like final stage or whatever um and i was always like dude these people are in a final stage like every one of them should get a call like why not you know what i mean so um and i think that like i got that from some like i definitely did that like i I, I did something on an interview. I think it was, you know, funny enough, the the reason I didn't get a GA spot once was because dude was like, hey, tell me about Anthony Grasso, not the strength coach, just like the person. And I legit like paused because I was like, like you said, at the time, like, bro, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't do anything else. I'm like, it was like spring break. And I was like, just sitting in the weight room, everyone's gone. And I'm like, I'm like, dang, man, like, that was kind of eye opening to me. But the dude called me, he called me back, he told me what I did wrong. And kind of, and to be honest with you, like, just so you know, like in my mind, the reason why I was wondering, I'm like, he might just come on here and be like, yeah, man, you give me some like bullshit answers because at that time, like I kind of had to like search for reasons why we didn't want to hire. Cause you did a bang up job. Like you did an awesome job, obviously you're know what I mean? So, and you know how it goes in college football, man, there's always some like political nonsense. If I'm being completely honest, it's like, Oh, like, you know, we, this is why we need to take this guy instead of this guy, all that nonsense. So I was like, I kind of had to like come up with reasons. That's why I was kind of like, dang, like I might have to just like, I guess I got a nitpick, right? You know what I mean? And I remember like one of the reasons or whatever was something about like a book name or some shit like that. I'm like, dude, yeah, like, what are we, what are we talking about here, bro? Like, what are we doing? You know? So um, I'm glad that that was your take. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that that was, that was your take and whether or not the reasons were valid or not, like, honestly, your career is probably 10 times better off the fact that you didn't get that job anyway. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. So yeah, no, keep, keep it rolling though. My bad. Yeah, that was huge. That was big. It's just a 22 year old getting feedback. <clears throat> Oh, you were 22. Yeah, you're young. Dang. How old are you? How old are you now? 26. I turned 26 the day I got down here. That was four years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, so from there, um, so we had played. It was uh, the the playoff game that we had that year. So we played the 49ers, and then I had gotten in contact with. Uh, he was at UMass. He just left. He's now the director of uh, sports science at Stanford. Joel Reinhardt. He was actually a coach of mine um, when I was in undergrad. But he hits me up. He was good friends with Coach DeMarco. He put me on with Coach DeMarco. And then I spent the COVID year, so 2020, um, which was an interesting year just because it was like short numbers of training. Teams were all different. I, I didn't see football while I was down there. I was there from, you know, February of 2020 till Thanksgiving, um, which was a short stint, you know. But yeah. um, obviously had some of my own teams. You know, it was, it was a great experience. I learned a ton from being on that staff. Those are, you know, some great friends, great mentors. And, um, some, some great people that, you know, I still stay in touch with. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going through my deal. Um, so I was there until Thanksgiving, left Thanksgiving 2020, went back up north to the private sector spot that I had my first job at because mm. um, stayed in, stayed in tight with them, obviously. And they're, they're, you know, they do a great job up there. It's a real lacrosse hotbed, but growing a bunch of different sports. So I got to go home and be 
uh, the football director performance there and then help out with a lot of the other things that we had our hands on. Nice. Um, and that was awesome. And then I want to say March or April, um, another one of my mentors, he's still with the Vikings. He's the assistant director of performance there. Um, hit me up, asked me if I would be interested in a job down here with Joey and FAU and, you know, let's, let, let's see if we can make that happen. And you know, yeah. it landed and then we got down here at the end of April and we've been rolling since. Dang. Yeah, it's, a, it's an incredible opportunity, dude. And I've heard, I don't know, I've never talked to, to Joey, but I've heard like everyone who talks about him is like nothing but good things, right? Like, is that kind of, I'm assuming that's kind of been your experience? Absolutely. Leads from the front. I mean, pushes the staff in terms of how to operate and the continuing education side. So it's been um, huge for all aspects of growth. You should, have, you should have him on the podcast. I don't know if you, I, you've taken recommendations on the back. That's what, I've th- that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, I, you know, and like, to be honest, I'm starting to get more comfortable with like literally just hitting dudes up on like Instagram or like emailing them. You know what I mean? And like, I, tr- I try to like make it so that I have like some sort of connection. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's like, you just don't, but you want to talk to the dude, you know? So it's like, you just, I might just like hit him up on that. Now I'll be like, Hey, I just had you loud. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. It probably looks like you're using me to get to him, but it's fine. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's right. That's exactly what I'm doing. And I'm going to tell him to him like, Hey, listen, you know, the reason I had you on, I really needed to get to you, bro. Like I needed to get you on now, but yeah, no, I, I, that's awesome. Dude. Like I've heard nothing but good things about him and like the program he runs, obviously. And I think, I think I know like a couple people who have worked for him, and then obviously moved on to like other spots who aren't there now or whatever, who are just like, same thing though. Like you talked to him and like, dude, I, I had a great time under him. Like I learned so much. Like I was able to really open up my eyes to different things. And um, not just from like a technical perspective, but like also from like, like you said, leading from the front and actually like creating connections with the people you're working with and stuff. So um, yeah. So it, you know, it is, uh, I mean, I don't know how deep into like what you guys are doing now you want to get into, obviously in the middle of the season, obviously there's definitely some things that you want to probably keep, you know, close to the hip or whatever, but um, yeah. Like what are, what are some of like, if you want to just talk about like some of the two or three like main things that you're really enjoying right now, you know what I mean? Kind of like diving into that you feel um, really good about and you're excited about at this point in your career, what would, what would those things be for you right now at FAU? Uh, I mean, definitely level of growth, you know, we're involved with a lot involved in practice, which is, which is awesome to see. Uh, I think we got a really good group of guys, you know, I'm excited to get into conference play, honestly, yeah. you know, we're, 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 I think we're going to make some things shake, which I'm really excited about. Um, but in terms of, so you, you thinking more of the training side of things right now, or you kind of. Yeah, no, it could be it could, like if you want to talk training, we can go training. You know what I mean? It's up to you. I was really thinking more along the lines of just like things that like you personally feel really good about, like in terms of like what you're able to pick up on and grow. And it could be something training wise, obviously, like philosophies and methods and maybe ways about implementing those methods that you feel good about. Um, but maybe just like a couple of things that you feel like, hey, like I've, I've picked up on this in terms of just like. I don't know, ways to communicate with players, relationships, things that like I've learned from just like watching Joey or whatever that I feel like, well, this will transcend the way you're kind of kind of like approach the rest of your career. I guess that makes sense. If that makes sense. For sure. Yeah. Um, I think that not that we baby athletes, but I think that athletes are capable in, of a lot more sometimes than we right. not give them credit for, but you know, necessarily yeah. we put together a really hard summer. Joey put together a really hard summer. Um, you know, I think the guys definitely came out of that ready to play some football this fall. Uh, I personally, being in the private sector, it's different. So I come from the private sector down here. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking specifically in terms of like the loaded jump to Olympic lift kind of debate that everywhere right now. Uh, if you asked me maybe a year ago, I probably would have sided more with loaded jumps unless 
in the private sector, it was like, if you got kids who are going to go to a specific program and you know, the strength coach, or you know, that, you know, within their program, they're going to have to do certain things. Sure. Yeah. Teach it, you know, coach it up, everything. I had no problems with that, but for the masses and with how many moving parts there were in some of those places, it was like, we can get what we need to from loaded jumps. Sure. Uh, I think that the way Joey teaches things, how concise, how direct, um, and then how demanding while not being like, Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah gets gets the message across um and then puts athletes in positions to be successful like i i forget what the number was at the end of the summer that we had for over 300 pound or 300 pound cleaners um but you know that's something that can be taught in a week or two um and i I, like i felt good about it before i feel great about it now yeah anybody can do it you know uh within reason obviously you're going to program for the right right tool for the right job right athlete all that good stuff yeah um Within the speed stuff, field stuff, understanding, you know, how much time really we have to produce force, to, to move, to put yourself in positions to be successful. Um, they did, they put timestamps on a bunch of football actions and, and figured out, you know, they, they graphed it all up. I believe it was the staff that was here before. So it was Joey, uh, Tyler Henry, who's at Tennessee, um, Coach Jake Beckett, who I didn't get to work with, who's at Washington State. And I'm sure there's a couple other guys that are missing, but um, I know that they went, you know, and they, broke down the game and essentially most actions happen under 500 milliseconds. So in understanding that, marrying that up with the emphasis you put on D-cell, which we've been going through things, books, articles, and, you know, there's a, it's like three times more force that's associated with deceleration than acceleration. So oh, like, okay. yes, right? Isn't that crazy? So yeah. We're, we're looking at like, there's an article, we're looking at a soccer player who was dealing with like, it was like six or seven times either more force or times body weight, the force that he was dealing with when he decels. Yeah. And that's probably, you know, 180 pound soccer player. And then we started to think and talk like, okay, like we have a receiver who's 205 and is breaking a hundred times at speed. Like we yeah. should probably make sure that athletes not only have the skill, but have the ability to withstand the stuff that they're doing with that stuff. So yeah. uh, cell change direction, all that stuff, making sure that's happening in a timely manner, making sure that force is produced in the right time. I didn't have VMAX in the private sector and, or excuse me, VMAX is, I'm talking about VBT, so I'm going fast here. Yeah. Uh, but time and bar speed and all that good stuff. And so I'd put an emphasis on bar speed and make sure that different things I was doing, like that's not fast enough, take weight off, or I need you to, being very specific in the way that the details, right? But we have everything we need here. And it was a seamless integration for me in terms of using those units just because like I already believed in it. It already made, you know what I mean? It was already something with, but um, to see it, to see the prescriptions with the load and the speed and everything kind of put a bow on it and helped me really, really grasp that, which was awesome. Uh, And then I think the last thing speed specifically is again, in the private sector, different athletes, a bunch of different things. Wickets are commonly like you see it and you're like, okay, like I should do that, but like, I don't know how to normalize it across yeah. different athletes, different speeds, all that good yeah. stuff. Right? And he's got a system that he built out that's based off speed that touches everybody, covers everybody. So that's another yeah. thing to be definitely yeah. with and run with. Yeah, that's always difficult to do, right? And you're like when you're talking wickets, and for those who aren't familiar with wickets, obviously, um, talking about just like any sort of barrier, obviously, most of the time people use like flipped over hurdles or whatever the case is, or people, I think they actually make like some sort of mechanism like specifically for wicket drills now. But um, like, I think what we were doing, and we just use like actual like mini hurdles and stuff like that. Is that kind of what you guys are using for the wickets? Or do you have another? Yeah, so like, I think, you know, 
I would imagine it's pretty difficult when you're trying to figure out like stride lengths and things like that. Is that kind of like where like the individualization comes in where it's like, it's really tough to like implement something like this across like a larger team because it's like everyone's going to kind of be operating in different ways, you know? So um, is that, is that kind of like the system that you guys have come up with is a little bit easier to make it happen for like, like, you know, position wide kind of thing. Based off speed. So I mean, essentially, right. If you, if it's the wrong length, you're either going to get somebody reaching or you're going to mess the cycle up and it's going to be too fast. They're not going to get through the full, range of motion to yeah. really like the efficiency of how much power you can produce and yeah. yeah so yeah yeah and, and i want to go back to one thing you said to highlight it before we move on and it's we don't have to spend too much time on it but i thought it was really important where you said when you work in the private sector it was like well we need to just take a look at where these kids are going what programs they were going to be entering and we need to prepare them for that and i think like that was something that i was i thought was a little <clears throat> underrated when i first learned that when i was working in the private sector because i worked in the private sector for the first like six years of my coaching career because I had a kind of a similar setup to you where I started in the private sector, right. And then kind of was like, all right, like probably going to move, you know, move into some college collegiate stuff. But like, um, you know, we were like, okay, we'll get these like kids, like, Hey, we're going to go off to college. And it's like, here's what my collegiate strength is going to, you know, is going to demand of me. And it's like, all right, like we may not be doing a ton of like cleans or anything like that, but we're going to teach like the technical emphasis of it because of the fact that we know you're going to be required to do it when you go to school. So it's like, what kind of a coach am I, if I'm not like preparing you for what you're going to have to like use in your preparation to then get to the, you know what I mean? It's like, I just did a podcast before it was like, um, we were talking about, I was talking to this dude who's like an engineer. And he's like, he's like, yeah, bro. Like I spend a lot of time like building machines that like build like machines that build tools. And I'm like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah, like I make the machine that can like then make a machine that's going to like make a tool for somebody to use and stuff. And I'm like, oh damn, like that's crazy. Like that's so far away from like the end game, right? Like to like break that down, you know what I mean? Like you're like so deep in there. Right. And it's like, that's kind of how I feel like when you're working in the private sector, because it's like, you're going to like, you're going to create something so that they can then go on to, you know, that collegiate strength coach who's then going to like create them, which is going to pass them off to the, you know, practices and obviously the games and all that kind of stuff. So uh, not necessarily a direct, direct correlation there, but you know what I mean? You kind of get what I'm saying there. It's like, that's kind of how you, you know, you're like, you're like far away, but you're like, kind of close it's very meaningful at the same time so um i do want to highlight that like a lot of you know private sector strength coaches like i get it like you have your beliefs and i understand and i I know you i know you mean well you know but i do think that like if you aren't already just thinking about like hey like this athlete we're gonna have to clean i don't clean in my program a lot but he's gonna have to clean when he or he or she's gonna have to clean when they go off to college in a year so it's like why not just prepare them for that right as opposed to like you know you being like no man i'm a, i'm not an olympic guy i don't do olympic lifts yeah it's like ah yeah you regardless gotta- of wherever you're at whatever sector whatever level it's about service and if you're not like taking that lens of like how am i setting you up for success for when you leave me then you know what do you yeah doing? like basically like around like the concepts of like all right. Like at some point it's like, I'm providing like a, a, an experience and I'm providing like a, a, you know, as a servant leader, right. It's like, I'm providing experience that I know that I'm not, I shouldn't expect anything in return. I should just be able to just provide you with that experience and then expect that you're going to be able to take that and then pass it on and live a better life because of it, you know? So um, kind of like going, going with that, right. Like kind of getting, you know, is that kind of like something that you've progressed with a little bit over your career? Has it kind of like changed a little bit the way you view like what you do and how you do because it's difficult like let's be honest like you know despite the fact that you're operating high level i would imagine truly that you would categorize your journey as a tough one right like you you've had to move around a lot you've had to make things work right you've you know there's highs and lows right of being a strength coach like 
how have you kind of like navigated that like mentally to get to point like where you're still able to just like wake up know what you got to get done and it may not always be pretty but it's like ah, i'm gonna i'm gonna continue moving along this path like how do you create that like peace in your mind to get to that point where you can just stay in the game you know what i mean that's a loaded question i don't know that, i'm sorry bro that came out of it that's a loaded question but we're good i'm gonna storm on we already got one here yeah right yeah exactly <laughs> um uh i mean it starts with being lucky to still be around the game. You can't play coach, right? So, you know, love being around the game that I love so much growing up high school, college. Um, fortunate to have, obviously to have a job, but fortunate to have a job that I enjoy with people that I like being around. Mm. You know, I always laugh that I get a free gym membership wherever I get to go. It's the best. And, so, um, but, but good people. Um, I've been lucky with cool locations. So you talk about moving around, but like from Boston, I got to live in Minnesota for a year, which people laugh at for the cold and whatnot, but seven, eight months out the year, it's real nice. It's just once it snows in September, it's there till May. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then, I mean, Carolina and Boca. So, I mean, yeah, the biggest thing is, 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 you know, trying to be grateful for the people who I've been, I've I've, I've had some great mentors and, you know, have been allowed to, to be in some great rooms with, people who are, you know, much better than myself, because obviously you don't want to be the smartest guy, you know, all, all that good stuff, right? You want to put yourself in a great room. So um, definitely believe in the rule of five, try to put myself around good people. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing has been, I mean, this is something that, you know, obviously we enjoy helping people, helping people get better, helping people get better at within sports, which has been, you know, pretty much my entire life and, and something that I've enjoyed. So uh, it, it, it hasn't been too difficult. I, I mean, moving around is, is what it is and, and it comes with it, especially as a young coach. Um, and obviously, I, I mean, I told you earlier, you know, 26. So part of that was expected a little bit and mm. I don't really have anything that's stopping me from being able to be mobile. So sure. as long as I can be mobile, see different things and enjoy different things in people and places, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, and, and obviously, like you said, you have the ability to be mobile. So like your family understands like, Hey, this is a dream that I'm chasing. Um, obviously whether it be like, you know, girlfriend or whether you've got like family members that are like, you're like, Hey, this is what I'm trying to get after. So like there, and you've obviously received some support in that regard as well. They kind of understand how it goes. Yeah. Across the board, it's been pretty understanding, which has been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah cause it, could, it could be tough. Yeah. It could, it could be tough. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so as far as like, you know, you being, you know, 26 now, right. Versus, you know, 22 when we initially crossed paths and then obviously even earlier than that, um, you know, if you took, if you know, if those young strength coaches listening to this, obviously, like, what are some things that you might be able to provide them since you're kind of like fresh off of that, right. Like you're kind of like, Hey, like I, you just, you, you made it right. Like you're in the game now. Right. But it was like at that time where you're kind of like, man, like, this is tough, like, but I'm hanging in there. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make this thing happen. Like what kind of like insight would you provide to those young strength coaches who are like kind of probably going through what you were going through, maybe like, you know, I don't know, 19, 21 years old kind of thing. You always think, you know, more than you do. Yeah. All that, that, that old saying of, you know, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I mean, it always comes back to Pete, coach Pete Rams, who's at Indiana. when, When I talked to him last time, it's been a little bit, but last time I talked to him, you know, his biggest thing was just being a, being a good dude, which is essentially all it is. You know, you got to be a good human. You got to be a manic, a manic character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, making sure that you understand that there's a lot of things left to learn. There's very few things that are like brand new at this point. There's been a lot of people that have come before us that, 
you know, have, have laid some great groundwork for the, for the field and, and for us to progress as we get going. So it's kind of our job to stay humble, put the best work out that we can, um, build other people up. Like when you have interns, you have other people younger than you. Like your goal is to not just prepare them as an intern for the role that they're in, but prepare them for the next job and for the things to come. And then obviously they're going to be the face of the field. Like we always laugh with our interns. Like you might be hiring me at some point. Right. Build them up, build them up, build them up, like make sure they're confident, make sure they understand their stuff, put them in positions to be successful just the way that you would want and you had wanted people to do for you. Yeah. Uh, can't ever think that you made it. You know, I, I know you said made it, but what is it? You know what I mean? Everybody defines success differently. Sure. Uh, Coach Joey's got the saying on his wall, I might butcher this, but you know, you don't have everything you want yet. So why are you chilling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the game, yes, you know, working at FAU and whatnot, but, you know, have have not made it, you know, want to see success, want to win this year, want to win the conference this year. Like, we got some big goals as a team and, you know, want to make sure that, you know, everything is continuing to trend the right way. Message for the younger strength coaches, uh, keep reading, keep learning, keep trying things, try things on yourself. That N equals one. I took that from Coach DeMarco, but, you know, I, you should be able to try and test anything on yourself just to see how it is. And even if it's not something you're going to use, like try it out for fun because, there, there could be different spinoffs or different things you want to pull from. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I agree. Like, I think it's like when you feel like, I mean, I, I feel like I've learned this a little bit more. Like I'm 31 now and I feel like you get to a point where it's like, you start to realize that the same things that you can be vulnerable to in terms of like successes and failures in your early twenties, it really doesn't change that much when you get into your like thirties and forties and fifties, right? Like, I feel like no matter what, like life is just this long, like, like journey of just like ups and downs and, and like battles. Right. And it's like the same things that you can be vulnerable to in terms of like failure, like losing your job, like in the early, in your early twenties or whatever. And it's like, or maybe like your mid twenties, you finally, finally start making a salary or whatever. And it's like, you're, st- you're, you're vulnerable, right. Especially working in college football. I'm not, not just talking about college football, but like working in college football, obviously, you know, a ton of turnover, lack of job security, all that stuff. But it doesn't change much. Like, like I, my dad's like 65 years old and his company's going through layoffs right now. Right. And I'm like, imagine getting like potentially laid off at 65 years old it's like you're almost at you're almost like at retirement you know what i mean and it's like you know like find a new job (laughs) what are you gonna do you know it's like yeah you know so i just i think it's like you know i think i think that is a great point right so you never like truly like make it and i think that that's okay you know what i mean i think it's okay to like not have like made it you know what i mean so like just kind of like always be like in the game and trying to like navigate this game and trying to like provide that you know that 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 pull you know what i mean because there's a ton of ton of push and pull throughout this whole thing so i think that's great insight for the in, like young interns and like young people coming into the strength and conditioning industry um kind of kind of like moving along with that though it's like what do you feel is different for you now versus then like how has your personality changed a little bit has your coaching style changed a little bit or do you kind of feel like you're kind of same same guy just maybe a little bit like sharper maybe a little bit you know like you said i i I do feel i do agree with you the more you learn the more you feel like you don't know i I, and i think that leads to you feeling like you're going backwards sometimes right like i'm like there i'm like damn dude maybe i'm dumber than i was or maybe i'm just questioning things more like i don't really know you know what i mean but i do i do think it's like like, what is this, dude? Like, why do I feel like I'm going backwards? But yeah, where, where do you feel like you're at now, like assessing like you ver- now versus you when you first started? I mean, reps build confidence. And I know that sounds like, all right, you're a strength coach talking about, but I'm talking <laughs> about like reps, like in the weight room and then people reps. Yeah. So in the private sector, we always just joke about that. People reps, you know, 
being high energy, working with people. And it might be someone's mom who's just come in and needs help with something. But yeah. uh, more, the more reps you get on, on both ends of those, obviously, like the same as practice. You know, you if you hammer all your reps through the week of practice, when you see that situation or that, you know, whatever comes up in the game, you're already ready for it and you can handle it. Uh, you know, within meeting different people, seeing different methods of communication, and stealing like an artist, like I've definitely taken things from different places and different people as I go. Um, and then that confidence just kind of compiles on itself and then helps you be sharper, helps you handle situations that are new when they do come up. Uh, and then, you know, just trying to continue to be a good communicator with everything that comes up. So there's yeah. no surprises, whether it's staff to staff, staff to director, whatever it is, uh, just so that everything gets handled the way it's supposed to. Yeah, no doubt. And along with that, obviously, like you can talk about being, and I think, I think like people reps is a really important term, you know what I mean? Just getting more reps with people, especially in the, the capacity that you worked in with obviously players and trying to like get, you know, establish the trust. Right. Um, how, how, how has it been, you know what I mean? Trying to like establish that connection with the players that you're working with now at FAU. Um, is it something that you were always pretty good at, like establishing a connection with players that you work at or work with or, um, like how, how has that gone now for you in comparison to, to years past? Is it going pretty well? They're like really taking a liking to you. And, and how did you, how do you go about doing that personally? If you have like a specific process that you can provide? Yeah. Um, it's going well down here. Definitely going well down here. Um, like with any new situation, people have to get to know you first and trust where you're coming from, figure you out, trust the fact that you care before um, they care what you know. Um, yeah. But talking to guys, working with guys, communicating openly, overly uh, helps to kind of break down those walls and break down those barriers and kind of get the buy-in that, that you're looking for. So um, both formal, informal, when I say formal, I mean like formal, like discussions within training on the floor, on the field, things like that. And then the informal stuff of, you know, passing by each other, whether it's in the weight room, in the office, different things like meetings and stuff like that. Um, definitely help during camp i try to go to you know a, a, a good number of the of the positional meetings as well just to get a good wrap on the things that they were doing uh, and i think that helped as well but you know that's awesome yeah balance. yeah and i mean it's only going to help the strength side get better if we know and i can speak that language I'm not saying that i would or try to coach sure. or anything like that you know what i mean during the season but yeah. uh, if something comes up in like say next summer we're doing a drill and i can reference to a db that hey like I noticed that when y'all do blah, 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 like they kind of, especially with a newer guy or someone that maybe you don't have that type of connection with that can help kind of spur that and, yeah. and pull that in a little. Yeah. Have the uh, coaches been pretty receptive to you doing that? Like sport coaches, they, they, they like that. They like seeing you in there. Yeah. They're open to it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I think, and it's, I asked because I think I actually just uh, heard from one of my buddies. He's talking about like, Oh, like, you know, one of these, when a coach told me like, it was disrespectful to send like catapult data to the coaches because it undermines like the veteran coaches on the staff and all that stuff. I'm like, dude, what are we talking about here? And that's why like, I love the idea. Cause that's what I used to do. Like when I was at UConn, like I thought like, all right, we're in camp or whatever. It's like, why not just like be in it, right? Like be in the game, like be with the players, be with the, um, you know, the sport coaches, like establish that connection, try to have dialogue around like, you know, what type of qualities are being touched on in certain drills, just learn, like, even if it's just learning, like there's no problem. Like anybody should be able to ask questions, explore, especially you as like a support staff, right? Cause essentially, like you said, like we've already established, you're a servant leader, right? That you're trying to like provide some sort of service to the athletes and not just the athletes, but like the sport coaches and the sports medicine staff and everybody else in there. It's like, why not allow that support staff and the people that are in the program to like explore the things that they really are interested in you're interested in helping the program so 
part of that you've decided is learning more about the game and learning more about what the players are going to be exposed to so that you can then go and do your job better. Right. So, um, it's good to see that you like, you know, people are open to that though, because I think that that's a good sign for football, right? Like moving in the right direction and like, hell yeah. Like we're like, you know, cohesive now, right? Like they're like, these are like, that's the idea. That's what you want. Right. You know? And I just think it's just funny. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, like some of these coaches, it's like, they're so wrapped up in their own ego that they're afraid. To, they're afraid to say like, Hey, I would love to, I would love your input. You know what I mean? I think it's a sign of like vulnerability and and I see vulnerability as a sign, especially as a leader of like, this is good. Like, this is great. Like you're asking for my help. That's what I'm here for. You know what I mean? Just kind of like provide a different, you don't have to take my help, but you just ask and it's cool. I'm not going to think any less of you. You know what I mean? And I think like, is that, is that something that you felt in your experience kind of like working in football? Like, like, what is your experience with that? I don't want to like preface it, but like, is what is your experience with like working with coaches and the dialogue and all that kind of stuff? Like, what are your thoughts on that stuff? Uh, our, I mean, our director of sports science sends out the catapult report every day, and he's been doing that since summer. So uh, the guys see it, the coaches see it. Um, and then I know Coach Joy has conversations about it as well and different things like that. Yeah. Uh, now, the, our, our whole staff isn't in the, the staff meetings, but, you know, uh, he handles those. And I, I think it's – one, it helped us prepare for the season because when you think about, you know, the load and different things that go on, obviously, I'm sure as you know, you know, you're not just preparing for, all right, we're going to get 5,000 yards on game day you're going to get volume X amount throughout the week, right? So you got to be not only prepared for Saturday's load, but what does the whole weekly uh, game plan look like? And, you know, our guys coming out of the summer ready for what they're going to see in camp um, and, and all that good stuff there. Yeah, I yeah, know. That's awesome. I, and I think so as far and how is that? Is that like different or more or less the same than what it's been like at other places that you've been? Like, do you feel like it's been easy to establish connection with coaches and they kind of understand your role? Do you think that there's more to be had there? Right. Like like my my personal take is that, like, I think we've even yet to, like, scratch the surface as far as like what we could be like potentially like put out there as far as a product um not just like in terms of like physical ability like i'm not i know that like the physicality of like what you see on saturdays and sundays in collegiate and like nfl style like setups are like okay people will be like this is unbelievable and like it is like these dudes are, are capable of incredible things right but imagine like thinking like hey like we haven't even yet to like scratch the surface of like having a true understanding of like what it means to be a sport coach, what it means to be a strength coach, like how we can mesh these things. And, and some people do, you know what I mean? But I, I like, I can't, I, I, I just, I know it's not like fully being done yet. Right. So it's like, like, cause we haven't come to a consensus yet here, like in American sport, on like what it, what these qualities mean. Like we haven't come to a consensus on like what these roles are going to represent and all that stuff. But like, is there more, do you feel like there's more to be had there? Like, do you feel like, you know, in your experience, obviously you've worked at some high levels as well. Like, are, are, are we closer than I think, or are, like, am I, you know what I mean? Am I just like in my basement, like unaware or like, do, where do you, like, where do you think we're at with all that? So, I mean, I can't speak on anywhere I haven't been, you know, and I know sure. there's other stories out there, but you know, the, the places that, that I have worked and the people that I have worked around, it's, it's been cohesive, you know, from like the performance side between AT and, and, and the S and C side has been pretty cohesive. Uh, and, and it's been the same for, for the sport coaches. So unfortunately, yeah. I don't have a, uh, like, T for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, so well, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Places that are still working through some things, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it can always be better, you know, wherever you are, regardless, as long as you look at and tweak systems. But, no, yeah, I, f I feel good about that situation, you know, in the places that I've been. And I've been yeah. fortunate to that. Yeah, and that's good because obviously then you're, like, you're finding – you, you believe in the system, you believe in the philosophy that you guys have. And so 
you're going to probably just try to put more out there for FAU, right? Like you're going to do more for the players. You're going to do more for the program. So um, kind of go, going with that, where uh, where do you kind of see yourself in the next like five, seven years? Like where's, I'm sure you've got these like, you know, grand plans and all that kind of stuff. And you could speak like vaguely if you don't want to get too specific, but um, where, where, where does this all end up for you? Like where, where, at least right now, what's the five to seven year plan? I want to like document it, like part of these podcasts. Cause I'm like, I want to be able to come back to these things and be like, Hey, this is what you said you were going to do. Um, where are you at now? Like good and bad, like not trying to like hold people accountable. And it was just like, it's, it's cool how like things change and some things stay the same and some people, you know, really accomplish these things. So yeah. Where, 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 where do you see this going? Um, a good question. It's a very good question. Um, for me, you know, in, in enjoying where I am, you know, knowing obviously there's more work to be done and more improvements. Um, I just, you know, want to make sure that I continue to be in good rooms, um, continue to be around good people and good cultures. So, you know, I definitely want to be around, you know, the highest level of football that I can. Um, and, win and excel at that level and uh, help the players and the team and everybody involved to do so. Um, but specifically like that, I think that's as vague as I'm going to leave it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You know, I want two rental properties by 30. That's the only thing I can get. There you me. go. There uh, you go. Yeah. But, you know, as, as many championships as possible. Mm, is, yeah. Is so, yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's one of those things where, like, I think I've heard before, and um, it's funny you mentioned, like, oh, yeah, like, be nice to your interns, because you might actually, like, the dude, the dude, my supervisor at my current position is actually a dude who used to intern at UConn, and, like, while I was there, so it's like, and I, like, had it set up, and it's crazy, but it's so true, like, so for all, like, football coaches out there who think I'm just, like, messing around, or it's like, I think it's funny to say that, like, it could actually happen, you know, it might not even be in a job that you think you would be, you know what I mean, it could be something totally different, but um, it's funny, when he was interning, he asked me that same question, I was like, yeah, like, you know, by 31, I want to be like a director at some like, you know, whatever, a power five or like maybe even like a whatever, like any school, really. You know what I mean? Um, and I want to do like this, this and this. And then he was like, well, why don't you focus more on like the qualities that you need to obtain as opposed to like the specific titles and the names of the positions and stuff? And I was like, mm, damn, like, that's a really good concept. And I, like that was kind of where I was like at the point where I'm like, damn, like, what are these qualities that I need to have to get the, to these jobs? Like I, I'm working hard. Like I'm like learning, like all I want to just, all I want to do is just like immerse myself in it, but what does it actually mean? But I feel like the answer that you just gave isn't really vague at all. Like it's actually what you're supposed to say, right? Like it's, you're just, you're just talking about the things that you want to obtain and like the things that you know, you need to do on a daily basis in order to get there and whatever like there is, yeah. is what it is what it is like you're gonna you'll know you know what i mean like when the time comes but up until that point it's like you're just gonna handle like what you know you can handle you know what i mean and, and what you know you need to, to get done on a daily basis yeah it's good it's, it's good what do you how do you answer that question yeah it's wild now because like everything has changed for me you know what i mean like it went from like Cause I am 31 now and I didn't end up becoming a director of strength and conditioning. I made it to like a top assistant, right. And I was kind of like, felt like I was like right there on the doorstep kind of thing, but needed to, now, obviously we, as we talked, talked about before, needed to make a change, you know, for like personal reasons, you know what I mean? I just felt like I wasn't becoming who I wanted to be personally. Um, 
And so like now it's like the the things that, that I want to accomplish are less like really like even less based on like specific titles, but more so based on like the person I want to become, like a family man, someone who's reliable. It's like like when I like describe it, it's like I just use these like adjectives. Like I want to be someone who's like known as like thorough, it's just like some someone who could be like, yo, like when the dude spoke, like he was just honest and he was so transparent and I could like trust him. And he said he was going to be there at five. He was there at 455. You know what I mean? Like whatever it was, like I want to be that and i don't know like that isn't specific to any career because i feel like the the career is like less something that's not important to me like i'm driven i just want to be good at whatever i'm doing and i think like what it is that i'm doing isn't like i don't know it's it's, it's important for sure because you're going to be you need to be doing something you're interested in and i am you know what i mean and i'll continue yeah. i'm sure i'm sure we'll both continue to do things that we're interested in obviously right like let's hope but um yeah it's more so around that stuff like you know you want to be a father someday like you want to be you know to be a good brother like a good son you know and i think like these qualities what's up whatever you are be a good one yeah exactly like that's that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at now and that's what i feel like i wasn't getting like being you know where i was working i was in college football and it's again it's not not because a lot of dudes do do it a lot of dudes make it happen i just wasn't able to do it you know what i mean i wasn't making it happen like i wasn't the brother that i wanted to be the son that i wanted to be i wasn't like embodying like like, I really take a lot of pride in my dad. Like, I'm like, I always, when I was a little kid, I was like, I want to be like my dad when I grow up. You know what I mean? Just like, dude, just, he does everything. We do makes it happen. Most thorough, reliable dude I know. And so, as are like most dads to their son, right? Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. just thinking that. So, yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, 100%, right? It's like, like, everyone's going to say, like, they got the best dad. Because, like, you know, like, if you're, if you're like locked in and you're doing things well and you really have a lot of direction in your life, you probably had a pretty awesome dad. You know what I mean? So it's like, and an awesome mom too. So it's like, you know, that's kind of like where I'm at. I'm like, damn, like, am I somebody that like my dad at the end of the day could just be like, that's my son. And I'm proud of that dude. You know what I mean? And so like, whatever that is, like, that's kind of where I'm at. You know what I mean? That's a good answer. <laughs> I appreciate oh, that. Yeah. I haven't gotten, I haven't, I, I don't think I've gotten hit with any questions on my own podcast before. So this is great. That was awesome. I, I planned on, I planned <laughs> on. Gotta turn it around sometimes. Yeah, you got, you got to spit it for sure. Um, all right, we got, we got a few minutes left. I don't want to take it too much. Time. I know you got to go lift. You haven't lifted yet today, have you? Oh, uh, yeah, I need to. All right. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to let you get your thing. But uh, yeah, if you want to just kind of like any sort of like closing like thoughts, you know what I mean? On like, anything. I mean, it could be things, you know, if you have some thoughts about the industry, about football, things that are just like a little bit more like philosophical, overarching things that you're really passionate about that you really want to let the people know about. Um, we could kind of like close with that and then we'll make sure we give you a little like Instagram plug, you know what I mean? Or anything that, uh, you know, a little social media plug, any other work that you want to get out there, but, um, yeah, yeah the floor is yours. You get, you, get, you know, however long you want to take or whatever, but, uh, any final words to kind of wrap up the podcast, Chulo? Sorry for the pause. I wanted to think for a second. Take your, take your time. I take think time. things are going the right way in the way that the field is seen as more important in the weight room. Obviously, you know, we're going to build some qualities and, and do some good things to drive performance on the field. But uh, again, this is stolen from Coach Joey, AAB. It's always about ball. So we got to make sure that we're doing everything we can to drive up what happens between those white lines. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's great. That's awesome. And so, um, yeah, like what's your, what's your Instagram? Where can people find you? If people want to reach out to you and ask you any questions or connect with you, um, you know, where, what are some, uh, and obviously you don't have to give out that information, but if you want to, yeah. What, uh, what would that be for, for the people listening? Uh, Instagram is at C Loomis. So C and then period L O O M I S. Okay. 
All right. Awesome stuff, brother. Um, well, collective listeners, we appreciate you guys listening in. I appreciate uh, Chula, obviously, you hopping on and being flexible, obviously, because I know be safe down there in Florida. Obviously, I know you guys got a lot going on with that storm. Um, but uh, yeah, man, we'll connect soon. It was really good to do this. And uh, I wish you guys the best of luck. I got another team that I got to root for now and follow along. So uh, <laughs> let's go get it. Let's go. Um, but yeah, man, thanks again, Chula. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Uh, Keep doing good work on this deal, man. I appreciate it. I'll try. Um, All right, listeners, we'll catch you guys soon. Truly, I'll catch you in a little bit, brother.